and welcome to the Fun and Chat Hour. I'm producer Dave and we're joined today by Amanda. Hello, producer Dave. Hello, Amanda. How are you today? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. I hope you are too. I am. Uh, it's been busy, so I've been kept kept busy today getting preparing the show, so uh, it's good. So I'm not sitting around twiddling my thumbs. No. <laughs> No, lots have happened. So we've got lots to talk about today. What we've got, we've got some bits and pieces from uh, Fennan District Council. We've got some astronomical news to to talk about. We've got um, all all sorts of things. Uh, we've got even got a new regular uh, competition to 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 mention as well. So we've got lots, lots and lots. So what we'll do is our, our usual news and updates. So I'll hand straight over to Amanda. Right. OK, thank you, David. Well, first of all, um, we have got uh, Action Fraud. The Action Fraud line have given notifications that um, people are being telephoned by scammers saying that they're from Public Health England, asking if they've received their letters from the government. This is mainly older people and vulnerable people. And they're then asking if everybody's got help from family or friends. And they're using it as an opportunity to gain personal information, um, which is really unpleasant. Yes, yeah. And Action Fraud are also saying that um, scams are on the increase online. They are scammers are setting up shops and saying that vital equipment such as face masks are available for sale, but they don't actually exist. Um, and if you're in the business world, there seems to be a lot of people sending emails asking for past due invoices to be settled, but. Those invoices were for work that was never done. The companies don't exist. And no doubt the invoices themselves carry a virus. So don't open them. If you receive um, an email asking for funds for an unsettled invoice, check your sales ledger before opening anything you don't recognise. Do you think that's good advice, David? I think so, yes. Um don't go into the the websites because quite a lot of these websites have got viruses as well. So, if there's a number um, on the message, it might be worth well, it might even be worth checking checking the phone number first. Just do it like an online uh, check for the company and using one of these like scam busters and things. So if you do it. You, you go to the the site and, and just type in the, the website name or the telephone number through, through one of the who dialed me or who called me websites. And that tends to give you a lot of information on who, what is associated and what other people have found with connection to these, these phone numbers so that you should get some feedback straight away as whether it's a legitimate or a, a bogus company. Yes. So we've got a bit of government news which is the support they have given a 400 million pound uh, grant to keep all the buses moving in England uh, for the next few weeks because obviously a lot of the buses are travelling empty and I believe you have some information on that as well. 
Yes, thank you, David. Stagecoach, our local bus operator, are asking people to respect the physical distancing rules by trying to sit on your own on a bus if possible. And when making payment, please pay by contactless payment if you're able to. Brilliant. That's good news. It's good to know that they are they are carrying on. It is a concern when you see all the buses driving empty and you think, well, that's going to stop. But it is a lifeline for a lot of people around here. Um, yes, if you haven't got a car, it is, it's so invaluable. Fennan District Council, uh, courtesy of the, the Cams Times website, we have they've issued um, some information from the uh, Fennan District Council uh, about what to do, uh, some advice basically to, around COVID-19 and what to do, how to operate. So we've got the basic um, stay six, uh, six feet away or two metres, um, wash your hands as soon as you get home if you've been outside. Refuge services will carry on as normal. The well, bins. What, what they're saying with Miss Bins is usually it takes up to three days to go back and collect a missed bin. Now they're ah, asking okay. for up to five days. Right, okay. If you go onto the website, they've got lots of telephone numbers to contact for um, customer service centres, uh, community hubs. There's uh, phone numbers and website addresses for there. If you're a resident and need help with food and shopping and collections, they can provide details for local voluntary services uh, who can help you. If you are a resident who are able to offer help, the FTC is asking for a register of volunteers and that, there's got a website there which is through cabinshire.gov.uk so there's, there's details on there. Just a reminder that parks may be open but the play areas are closed and not to hang around or have picnics out on in parks as well because you will be moved on. Committee meetings have been postponed. Um, a lot of events have been postponed, including St George's Fair. And now, as we've just heard, the Chatteris Midsummer Festival has now officially been cancelled. FTC have made temporary changes to taxi licensing procedures. And they're not, not accepting new applications at the moment, but have put revised procedures in place for renewals. And the Wisbeach Yacht Club, Crab Marsh Boatyard and Cross Keys Marina is closed to leisure and recreation vehicles. And food businesses, FDC are getting number of inquiries from businesses asking whether they can able to stay open. The government has produced a full list of types of businesses that can stay open and must and they must must stay closed. Uh, more information on the coronavirus business advice page. So that's from them. The last bit from this is some times for NHS and social social care workers. Mm -hmm. There are each each of the main shopping areas, each of the main shops in the area have allocated times for uh, shops to be open specifically for for these these groups. So we'll, we'll go through the the list. And we'll start off with ASDA. Uh, so from eight till nine, uh, they're open, and as long as you produce uh, with your badge, 
Uh, and that's basically the same for each one. So as long as you produce identification to show that you are either an NHS worker or a critical worker. Um, so we have yeah, Aldi from 9.30 till 10.30 on Sundays. Uh, I, oh, sorry, yeah. So Asda, I think that's every day. Uh, Iceland is 9 till 10 every day. Uh, Lidl has no special times. Marks and Spencers, 8.30 till 9.30, Tuesdays to Friday. Uh, Morrison's is 7 till 8, Mondays till Saturdays. Sainsbury's from 7.30 till 8, Saturday, Monday to Saturday. And Tesco's, and not the express stores, are open from 9 till 10 on Sundays. And... Waitrose will hold back products for NHS staff to ensure they have access to buy them no matter the time of day, as long as you produce the badge. So that's the main thing. Just remember to have your identification when you go. That's helpful. It is good that uh, they've got something in place now. So, mm. And that information is, is available in lots of places. Uh, um, at least you know now that most of the stores around here will cater and my daughter said that she went into Tesco's in Northampton and they had somebody handing, giving um, hand sanitizer out to, oh. to people as they were going in. That was she, nice. She did say that it was an awful lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but just talking oh, wow. about the NHS and, and key workers and stuff, and, and, and last night was uh, Clap for Carers again. Um, I have, have to say in Chatteris, it was a little bit, well, certainly where we were, it was a little bit disappointing. Uh, we could only just hear the next group of people uh, in the distance. So our end of Chatteris was very, very quiet. I was really disappointed that not many people came out. I know it has been thoroughly supported throughout the UK uh, by lots of people and I, and I guess lots of bigger towns and big, larger residential areas. Um, but, yeah, I was a bit disappointed that no one, especially when I know that there are people who work with uh, the NHS in our area as well. So, yeah, a little bit disappointed by that. So hopefully next week it will be a bit better. Uh, you have something to add to? Well, it was, yes, it was completely the opposite in the villages. It was very well supported. There seemed to be more people go out um, yesterday. There were videos going up on the village forums in all of the Fenland villages. So there seemed to be a huge attitude of gratitude, David, excellent. amongst people. And yes, it is excellent. And I do think that we seem to be seeing more of an attitude of gratitude. I don't know what happened last night in your area. That's that's a shame. Hopefully it will rectify itself next week. I'll just make, make it clear that it's not all of Chatteris, I know that probably a lot of Chatteris will have supported and, and yes. there were people out, but it was just very noticeable that it was completely dead in, in our area. Yeah, yeah. It's strange when you go out and you can, you can only hear a couple of people applauding, yeah. actually, isn't it? It is. It, yeah. just, it sounds really weird. Yes, and you don't know when to stop either. <laughs> yeah, how long are you actually supposed to clap for? Uh, that's I don't of... know. I'm going to have to find out. We we tend to do it for five minutes, or actually we take our lead from our neighbour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is, is there a designated length of time? 
till your hands hurt. Was, and... Well, it was easier last week because it was quite cold. Yes, and keep you warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got so cold, I thought, all right, I can go in now. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that we need to, to keep supporting because they're doing a fantastic job. And we can't yes. just say, I mean, I can imagine that NHS staff aren't going to be listening to this podcast because I know they're doing 14, 15, 16 hours a day. You know, they're, they're out all day. They get home and they're going straight to bed and then mm. the same thing the next day. So, And I've heard that some of the, the businesses are, are cooking for them. The hotels and, and yes. businesses are actually providing them with hot meals uh, through the day. So at least they've, they've got something so they're not having to worry about coming home and, and, and making something to eat. So that's brilliant news. So many, new, so many new business or well, so many businesses that have changed. Is it EasyJet? All the, the staff have all been put on secondment to help. Um, and a lot of them are, and various hotels as well have all changed and they're now cooking. They're either making stuff for ventilators or uh, medical equipment or they're changing to, to actually doing providing staff to, for, to catering for, for food uh, for, for organisations and businesses that are desperate for it. So we're just going to do the, the, the daily stats. Um, we've not had the, the updates yet, but as of yesterday, um, the sad sad news is that we passed the one million uh, number of cases in the world. Um, that was predicted by uh, the World Health Organization that said it would happen this week, and it happened happened yesterday. So it's still going, still going very very strong. In the UK, we've as of yesterday we had thirty three thousand cases, positive cases, and. The number of deaths is 2,921. And we are in a, in a situation where that number is now rising very, very fast. And, you know, that's why we have to support the, the NHS and, and the hospitals and making sure we're not doing daft things so that we have injuries and accidents uh, unnecessarily. So we're, we're not draining away the resources where uh, these hospitals are going to be flooded with cases over the next few couple of weeks which is it, it, this is going to be the tough part now this is where it's going to be testing time for a lot of the the services it's just going to get worse and worse until it stops and it starts getting better again it's so yeah it's 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 a tough time for everyone now yeah they're sobering numbers aren't they they are it is, and it, and the fact that sort of, you know, we we hear about Spain and and Germany and mm. Italy having horrendous numbers, and we're catching up, mm. and we're about to overtake Iran, and they had quite a, a, a serious problem as well, and it's still going up, but not as fast. And a couple of other countries, you know, we we are catching up, or certainly keeping pace with with them, and it's mm. it's uh, yeah, it's not good. So you, you have to really think of the families that are losing their loved ones as well, don't you? Because, you know, the, the whole funeral system now, you can't grieve the way you used to be able to grieve. It's it's devastating, really. It is. Uh, there's a lot of families who are just not getting the chance to say goodbye to to mm. to loved ones and, and friends and family because they're, they're not allowed into the the wards and it's just horrific i mean 
I was watching, well, listening, reading one interview from a minister in, in America and, and he was saying, you know, he, he was fine, he was unwell and then he got better and he felt better. So he went on back to work and I said within a couple of days, he then just suddenly collapsed. And it's just that oh, no. the severity that, well, the, the, the shortness in time where it becomes critical and that's that's the the shock of it. It's that you, you're you're unwell, and then you have this sort of fluctuation between feeling better and then sort of having flu-like symptoms, and then just suddenly your body just shuts down, and that's it seems to be so rapid, mm. um, and then that's when you then can't breathe and you're in hospital and you you, you go through, and there's not a lot they can do. You know, they they just try and make your care as best as possible, obviously providing ventilation and, and air to try and keep you to breathe as as you go through it. But the sin is, there's not a lot you can, they can do because there aren't no. the drugs and the, the, the antivirus medication that's out there. It's on trial and they're obviously going through the process of trying it. Um, but they're kind of hands tied and it's just trying to make it as comfortable and easy and as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's it is difficult. It's um, a tough time for everybody, for especially for families who have lost, or going having relatives who are suffering from it at the moment. Yeah, and we hope that everyone does who has it gets better soon. Now onto something a bit more positive. So we're going to look at um, our favourite Wimbledon local, uh, whose name is Doris, and find out what would Doris do. <laughs> Thank you, David. What would Doris do? Well, sadly, we've had news that Doris had a nasty fall. Would you believe putting her bin out oh, on Wednesday? Oh, yes, dear. That's bless not good. her. No. So her friend Gail, big up to Gail. Hello, Gail. Hi, Gail. Um, has kindly been looking after Doris. And we all wish Doris well. Um, but Doris would like to thank all neighbours who are looking out for older people, their older neighbours, making sure um, they've got their shopping, their medication is being picked up, and they get their weekly magazines. Apparently, weekly magazines are very important to older people. They are, yes. Yes. So, um, Doris said, please contact your older neighbours that are known to you by telephone and give them a call at least once a week. But she also wanted to thank all the children and young people that did draw flowers and pictures for their older neighbours and wrote letters. She's had lots of her friends make contact with her to say, little Jack down the road has um, sent me a letter and I'm over the moon. and actually, some of my older friends have said that they've received letters too, so oh, that was really good. That is brilliant news. Yes, isn't it? So um, there are lots of voluntary organisations that are helping older people and vulnerable people right now, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are being um, run and approved by uh, the district council and parish council, so that's very good. Yeah. Um, because there's so many scams at the moment, we need to make sure our older people and vulnerable people are as safe as possible. So 
Um, and also the volunteers that are working for these organisations need to make sure they're safe. So we need to make sure if you're a volunteer, please check that the organisation you're working for has a valid safeguarding policy in place. Of and course, yes. Possible, yes, yes. And where possible, please make sure for your own good and the safety of the vulnerable people and older people that you have a DBS check. And if you don't have a DBS check, that you're having one being processed now. If you are volunteering for an organisation and you haven't been asked to complete a DBS application, please ask the question why, because you have to be protected as well as everybody else. Exactly. And they're not exactly cheap, are they? I mean, they're not, they're not expensive, are they? They're, they're quite cheap. That's right. And, well, it just protects everybody. It does, yes. Yeah. And these things, they, they last for, what, four or five years now, don't they? So they do you should have some basic training to go with it yes. now most of that is done online now so we can physically distance and do basic safeguarding training which is great um yeah um some organizations want training done every three years and uh dbs lasts three years and some say five years well it's as far as i can see that they don't actually last they don't have any um end date no, they don't. There is no end date on a DBS. It's just down to local policy, depending on which uh, enterprise or business that you organisation that you work for, they will stipulate in their information as to what they expect. So if they say, we would like you to renew it every so many years, then that's the policy for that company. But as a standard, they just have a start date and there is no end date on a DBS check. Yes, that's... That's right. And I didn't know that until recently, actually. Yeah, I, I only found that out from when I was having to renew some something else as well for, for work. And I had to go through and, and it said, what what are the dates? So I went, ooh. So, but guidelines is usually between three and five years. Yes. But certainly if it's gone more than five years, you would certainly definitely ne necessarily definitely get it redone. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. So um, we have had some questions, for Doris. Okay. Claire Hall has asked a question of Doris. She says, and this is quite true, that there's so much information coming at us right now, her mind's not switching off and she wants to know what Doris would do to help switch her mind off with all the worry that's going on. Her mind's whirring around and around and around. Yeah. So Doris has said, this is an interesting question to her, because um, Doris has a certain genre of film that she particularly likes watching and she's decided she needs a distraction. So she's going to start trying different genres of films to see if she can get into them mm -hmm. and also books in, in reading as well. Well, you've got um, like the, the top 100 films and you've also got all the... The, the Oscar-winning films as well, and quite often they do them on various uh, film packages. So it's worth getting a list of maybe like the top 100 films and, and just start working your way through them. I think that's a great idea, David. And, and make yourself watch them as well, because I, I must admit I've, I've had to watch films recently that I certainly wouldn't have thought or 
intended to watch and i've actually walked away quite a few british films and i've gone oh that's actually quite quite interesting it's quite <laughs> fascinating it's quite well made and, and really enjoyable uh, but it wouldn't necessarily have been the f- type of film that i would have uh, gone out to watch yes uh, with the exception of mus- musicals i'm not a big fan of musicals oh yes i love a musical that's no. because i can't sing <laughs> <laughs> I just have this thing about people, loads of people all together who turn around and suddenly start singing and they all know the words and they all know the dance routine and you go, nobody has taught you, you you can, you can, are complete strangers, but yet you all know the words. It's just, it just can't, I just, it just doesn't, doesn't work for me, sorry. So, so it's no not real. No Moulin Rouge for you then, David. No, no, none of them. The only exception yes. is um, the producers. Oh, I love that. Mel, Mel Brooks. Uh, because it's great. a parody of a musical, and I find that because it's about a musical as opposed to being a musical, and I, I, I can cope with that. So so you don't like Joseph and his technical... No, I've never, never been for, for stage shows and West End musicals and things. Oh, well... It's, uh... I can make up for it. Okay. <laughs> you can be our resident musical expert. Yes. Well, I'm sure we can. We can do that. We've got plenty of weeks to uh, to fill. We can do maybe a film review next time. That's not a bad idea. We could maybe come up with a list of uh, films for for Doris to watch. Yes. Yes. So long as they're not ones that torture either of us. <laughs> <laughs> so not La La Land. Then. Other musicals are available. Is that everything from Doris, yes, or have you that's got? It, that's it, and we wish Doris well. Yes, we do. We we wish Doris a speedy recovery. Uh, next, we have our segment for interviews. We don't have an interview for today, uh, but we do have uh, one lined up for next week. So stay tuned for that. And if you do want to be involved and want to do an interview. Uh, then give us a shout and we'll set something up. And we do have some other, we've got two or three other people who are interested in doing an interview and they're being uh, prepped um, for um, set up for recording at some point in the near future. So we've definitely got more coming up. Next, we have our segment on life with coronavirus, how people are coping and what people are doing to try and make their lives a bit better or to how we can help make your lives a bit better uh, partly from listening to this show which is uh, is always a, a bonus uh, maybe that's what you should tell how how doris can uh, help uh, t- take her mind off things by by listening to the show i believe you have some bits and pieces you want to bring up in this section well yes thank you david um first of all I think we, with our attitude of gratitude, the theme of it, I think we need to be thanking um, our online providers, our telecoms providers for keeping us connected over this difficult time. It's, It's really a key way for us all to keep in contact safely. We wouldn't be able to do this podcast without their help. Exactly, yeah. Um, and um, I believe they're having to change all the networks to accommodate 
everybody. Yeah, um, YouTube and Netflix have had to reduce their um, their streaming rates by twenty five percent to to help uh, ease some of the the traffic, some of the space on the on the networks on the. Uh, That's the amazing. Internet. It is. And to be honest, I've seen bits and pieces, and I've not noticed a difference. So, so well, it, that's that's interesting, then, isn't it? Yeah, it hasn't been a vis- vis- visibly noticeable. No, that's encouraging, actually, and um, and also our local media companies—they always, they always, always, always keep us up to date, don't they? They um, do, and with we, information, we, and we, we have to say that we are using. Cambridgeshire Times and we're using Fenland Citizen uh, to start with because obviously that is Fenland based media Fenland based news so we're going to them to start with and they're a good source of information and a good point to, to direct people to because they've got the list of all the, the names and contacts and websites and things for people to get in touch with and it's reliable information which is also very important right now it is yeah um, BBC Radio Cambridgeshire, they're also a good source of information. I will give a shout out to John Devine who uh, retweeted one of our our show links. So that's Thank good. Thank you, Johnny. Cheers, Thank John. Thank you. <laughs> and also our local news bulletins. So look east and about Anglia. I think we should do all we can to support our local media outlets. Yes, I mean they're doing a, a fantastic job to to keep us informed. Um, the the sh- the shows that they're putting out have been really good. Uh, yes. Lots of information, considering you know how fast it's changing. Uh, certainly from from Sky and ITV and BBC all the way down, they've uh, they've had they've had their own problems because you we've had various uh, journalists and reporters and and anchor people who have come down with the virus as well and they've either or the family members so they're having to isolate for periods of time so yeah. it's quite noticeable when they're uh, having to to take time off you can see them desperately wanting to come back to to carry on yes it's a big shout out to to all the the media sources and and the supporters to the 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 infrastructure to to the media uh for for keeping everybody giving them the access to all the information and giving them access to to all the online services that are out there. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And David, we're we're due to get some good weather, I believe over the weekend. Yes, a bit of a, to... bit of a, a warm spell. Yeah. So we can get out in the gardens then. Yes. As long as we're still socially distancing and taking all the <laughs> advice and making sure you 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 remember to to wash and use hand sanitizers when you come back in and all all those good stuff as well. Yes. Be sensible. That's that's the main thing. Just be sensible. Don't go mad because it's the first. Because we we've got bank holidays coming up and that's um, an NHS nightmare. Because the first thing people do is. DIY and or gardening <laughs> or and you know there's going to be sort of lots of power tool related injuries so just be sensible um, <laughs> and, and be careful and just think about everybody else in the NHS while you're doing it or before you do it. Yes, most definitely. Something that might be of interest. We've got 
some stargazing news. Now, I know that there's lots of stargazing activities going on. There's there's loads of things like um, satellite launches from SpaceX, and then you've got the International Space Station, which I believe is visible tonight. I think someone said 8.45, but it's going to be quite quite bright. The skies are clear, uh, which they're at the moment. Um, then it's it's worth worth looking out there because it's really bright. If if the, the the sun's in the right place, it's it's quite noticeable when it passes over, and you can wave to them and and shout and clap <laughs> and clap the uh, clap the astronauts as they go over. Uh, but one thing that's happening uh, is Comet uh, Atlas, which is passing the Earth this month, and is going to get closer and brighter. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, so it will be visible with the, uh, the with the naked eye, and will get quite become quite prominent. It'll become one of the, the brightest things in the sky, sort of comparison with um, Mars and and Venus as well. So you will you will see it, you will notice it. Some people are saying it's it, is it a portent because it's it's turned up at the same time as the coronavirus. So there's a, there's a long history of um, uh, comets in association with um, activities going on, because you've got to uh, start off with the Bear Tapestry, haven't we? We've got the Halley's yes. Comet there and, and various other things. So not 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 trying to be a doomsayer or anything like that, but uh, it is always funny that these things happen. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But if we do have any uh, local astronomers in the uh, Fenland area or Cambridgeshire area who may listen to this and think that they can... Um, or want to to give us some insight into what is a comet, what makes up a comet, um, why we're seeing it, why is it so close? Um, then they can get in touch and we'll we'll have an interview with them as well. So let us let us know what's going on because uh, it, it's good for the kids as well. You know, it gives them something. It's another form of interest. You know, while they're, while they're at home, and hopefully if they're in an area where they can see the sky. Uh, without too much light pollution it's uh, mm-hmm. that's another activity another set of skills to learn because it's always always useful to to know what the stars are and where they are so if you ever get lost yes you know, it is. It, 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 you can you navigate your way home uh so yeah if you've got if you if you want to have a have a chat about that then get in touch and we move on to the Fenland business awards um, we've just seen that the uh, the nominations are now open for the the awards for 2020. Uh, I think the actual ceremony uh, prize giving is October, so it's still months away yet. Uh, but yeah, if you've got a business that you want to nominate for the award, then uh, get over to the Cam's Times and uh, look for for details there. Okay, and back to you, Amanda, because you've got some information about local oil providers. Yes, I have. Thank you, David. There's a really good price on heating oil from boilerjuice.com. They've got an offer on for delivery on or before Friday the 24th of April for 176 22 plus VAT for 500 litres. And it's oils, heating oil's never been that cheap for years. So that's a good deal. It is, yes, especially with the the oil prices at the moment have come crashing down. As I think we've noticed that the the petrol stations of the prices of petrol have come right down as well. So it's 
yes it, just when we don't need to go on long journeys it, it is yes <laughs> just when, when we don't need to go anywhere yes <laughs> Yeah. But yes, it's it's an ideal opportunity if you if you haven't uh, you know post post winter and you've used all your oil uh, now would be a time to to fill up and make sure that you've got reserves for that. Okay, well we're getting to the end of the the show. We've got one last little bit, a new feature which is called name the TV character. It's not a competition. There are no prizes. We don't get there's no uh, no, no rewards offered for it. It's just a bit of fun. And if you can, during the um, episode, you see a character, a well-known character from a TV show or film, let me know what it is, what it's from. And if you get both of those right, I, we will pick a winner from, a, from the random collection and we will um, name you in next episode. That's on brilliant. Monday, so yeah. If you see anything, anything that resembles a TV character, so we'll do that each each episode. We'll do a different character and and see if you see if you're paying attention. Cool. Well, that's it for me. Um, I don't have any other information. Do you have any last words? Um, just quickly, Sunday is Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Church of England are doing a live stream of a service from Manchester by the Bishop of Manchester, and okay. that's at nine o'clock in the morning. You can see that from the Church of England's Facebook page. And some people are suggesting putting green garlands in their windows or on their doors to show they are participating in Palm Sunday because they can't go to church services. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Right then, well, I think that uh, wraps up the show for this for today. Next show is on Monday, uh, usual place, and we'll find out what's been going on over the weekend. And so, have you got any plans for the weekend? Well, I shall be out in the garden mm -hmm. because the weather will be good. Yeah. Um, I think we could have a barbecue, actually. I think that might be quite nice if it's warm enough. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how warm it is. Yes, I must admit, I've uh, we've run out of gas, so... <laughs> oh, no. So the opportunity of a barbecue is not going to happen this weekend. No, no. That, that's something on the list of things to do. <laughs> Well, if you get it ready for when the weather is warmer. Because mm. mm. it might be too cold. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. All right. <laughs> well, well that's it from me. Um thank you very much for for watching for for listening because we now have the uh this show on video. We also have it in podcast as well. So, um courtesy of SoundCloud we are using them as a provider um so you can have it in either format so if you don't want to uh, watch us you can um use us to uh, send you to sleep at night time on your on your <laughs> if you want to drift off i'm sure we we can help insomnia <laughs> most definitely <laughs> so that's it from me producer dave and from me amanda Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.